0: Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking comic books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. This is a spoiler cast. That means that we will be talking about anything past, present, and future. So, if you don't want it spoiled, then go ahead and stop listening now. I'm your host, Michael, with my two other co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy.
1: What's going on? It's Jeremy.
0: What's up? I'm Richard. Alright, so... We've got leaks of Moon Knight, possibly. Possibly. These are
2: these are not confirmed actual leaks. Um, they're not confirmed, but they are, because they're... I'm confirming them. That's it. You've heard it from me. <laughs> I've confirmed them. Uh, Twitter, there's been some other leaks of uh, outdoor filming of... Uh, I think it's it's hard to tell in the picture, but it's Moon Knight in that costume, running down the street, and then like has some wires attached to him, and then like jumps, and it like leaps, pulls him up in the air. So it's all but confirmed that.
1: You mean to tell me they really can't jump that high? No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so so the photos we're talking about, um,
0: one of them's contrasted brighter than the other. And it's very much looks like almost like a mummy with like wrapping and stuff. You can see the moon on the chest. He's got glowing eyes. You can see the hood, and it's pretty much all white garb. Um, the other one's more dark contrast, and it looks very much like all the garb is black. I'm calling Midnight Man on the black one, and I think you're with me too on that, aren't you, Richard?
2: Oh, yeah, 100%. That is Midnight Man and Moon Knight. Um, so you're confirming everything. Yeah, like, I'm confirming everything.
1: And so uh, just being the, like, playing my role pretty well here, uh, <laughs> I obviously don't know who Moon Knight is. I started doing a little bit of research on him and kind of looking at, I mean, just mainly looking at the what was leaked. Um, so what all, where where, did, where does he come from?
2: He comes from the moon.
0: <laughs> Sorry, no. <laughs> moon Knight's first appearance is in Werewolf by Night thirty two. He, um, if I remember correctly, his the, the guy's name is Mark Spector. Mm-hmm. I right, and wasn't he on a an Egyptian dig and got double crossed or something, and the Moon God made a deal with him, or saved his life, or something along those lines? Richard, you may know better more than I do right now.
2: Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know the origins of Moon Knight. I know he's schizophrenic, so Mark Spector is the most notable alias of him. Um, And, yeah, it was something to do. He was out in Egypt. Uh, give me one second.
0: Also... Since we were talking about um uh, Midnight Man, his first appearance is in Moon Knight Two, if I remember correctly. Nope, Moon Knight Three, sorry. Um, I think that's his first cover appearance as well.
1: So so speaking of this um Midnight Man, um uh, uh what's what's I just lost his name. The actor who's playing him. Um uh, Ethan was it Ethan Hawke or something like that?
2: Uh no uh so, or Oscar uh, uh Oscar Isaac is playing Moon Knight. Oscar yeah. Isaac is Moon Knight and then Midnight Man is uh I don't know how to pronounce his name but it's Gaspard uh y- uh Yule.
0: Okay. I just heard Gaston Lay.
2: Yeah, G- Gaspard, G A S P A R D. Gaspard Yule. I don't know how to say his last name. Anyway, we're going to butcher a lot of names on this uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Ethan Hawke is cast in an unnamed role, which uh, we're kind of getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. But, uh, yeah, you're right, Michael. Um, he was in Egypt during a dig and then was attacked by a uh, bushman and was in a tomb. Ah. And, and basically the the Egyptian moon god, Khonshu, uh, gave him, like powers of like the moon god which it's often ambiguous of whether he's just crazy and there is no moon god or that he really is like the moon god like conchu's real uh which i am calling it like ethan hawk is more than likely playing conchu is what i'm thinking i could see that um which uh, the moon god is—he's uh, usually depicted like as like a bird type creature. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes like a bird skull. Um, in one of the runs, he's like in like an all white suit with like a uh, a bird skull for a head. Uh, it's quite crazy. It's also I don't know how Disney is going to do this because Moon Knight is pretty ultra violent in a lot of his runs um he i just don't like to the point where he he like literally cuts off a man's face in one of the runs (laughs) um (laughs) so i don't know what how they're going to do it i'm very interested to see to see how it's going to get uh how they're going to handle that um but anyway and back to your just uh Real quick synopsis, Jeremy. Moon Knight is essentially Marvel's Batman, if Batman wasn't rich and had like split personalities.
1: Yeah, it's kind of kind of what I had surmised from what I was had been reading. Um, It looks like a very interesting character. Like, I mean, in so with some of the stuff that I was I like, the way I'd kind of thought about things before, like, and it felt like before and I've kind of, kind of joked around about it is, you know, um, Marvel seems more bright and happy and whatever. And DC's the depressing comics kind of thing, the dark, depressing comics stuff, uh, uh not- at least in their movies, kind of like the way that yeah. their movies have been portrayed has been darker. And so it just kind of makes, like, this one, seeing this one coming, it's going to be interesting to see how dark Marvel gets with it.
0: I'm just going to let y'all know right now, uh, Netflix
1: Marvel is dark as hell. See, I didn't really watch any of the Netflix Marvel stuff.
2: No, I well, see, this is what I was going to say, is neither of that is true. Uh, the Like, the movies have been... Kind of bright, colorful, and fun, uh, with the Marvel and DCs have kind of been grim and and dark, but they've gone like yeah. You know, you've got sh- you've got your outliners, uh, Shazam, Wonder Woman, the New Suicide Squad, um, but yeah, and then you have for Marvel the Netflix series, uh, Daredevil in particular is very dark. I mean in one season. Jessica Jones. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Duh. Yeah. I mean, it's literally like almost like a rape, like a rape victim allegory. Um, Psychologically raped. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but I was just saying like, like the visceral, like, uh, gratuitous gore. Uh, I mean, you have Kingpin literally decapitated someone with a door. Um, and I want to say also in that season, um, someone gets their head impaled on, like, a fence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was by accident. Yeah. Oh, no,
0: no, no. The the guy did it on purpose. Yeah. Because uh, Kingpin was going to get him.
2: Yeah, it's... Uh, it get, I mean, Marvel gets dark as well. Uh, It just depends on the story. Uh, they're... Someone over. So this is a whole another rant for a later episode. So whoever I, I think it's Jeff Johns because he was appointed as like a Kevin Feige esque role for the DCEU. Someone over at at DC wants like their movies to be just dark and gritty and no fun whatsoever, and I don't understand why. Uh, anyway, that's just the short of it on that one. Back to Moon. Knight. He had a bad
1: interaction with Mickey. Yeah,
2: he was he was bitten by a rat as a child. <laughs> yeah.
1: He never got to go to Disney World as a kid.
2: No,
0: no, just Universal. <laughs> um, I, I wanted to circle back because I do believe that Bushman is has been confirmed, and Richard, since you're the confirmation of all this,
2: yes, I ahead. confirm. Yes. yes, okay, I, I confirm that. I just want to well. be
0: consistent with these confirm confirmations. Um. <laughs> His first appearance is Moon Knight number one,
2: by the way.
1: So is is his his thing is he just hides in bushes?
2: No, it's it's his no. <laughs> no. <laughs> he has the power of that was, the bush. That was my dad's joke. So <laughs> there you go. Uh he's being uh rumor is that he's being played by oh Lord, uh Loic M- uh Mambanza uh Yeah Baku. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like <laughs> Oh Jesus. Um I apologize to however you say that man's name. Um yeah. He definitely listens. He's been yeah. seen on set. He's already a subscriber. He
1: already
0: li-
2: he's our first one. <laughs> yeah.
0: He was waiting for this moment and then we fucked it up.
1: <laughs> Be featured on the podcast.
2: Dang it. Yep. So definitely confirmed with Bushman. Um, that, awesome. That's cool. I like that they're throwing a lot of his uh, rogues gallery, like already out of th- out the bat, like off the bat, or whatever, however that terminology goes. <laughs> yeah, out yeah. the gate. That's, uh, yeah. Uh, I feel
0: like we're gonna have a lot of new. I mean, with with Moon Knight with Blade, there's gonna be a lot of new characters, and I think there's gonna be several. I think they're gonna make their way into like the horror genre, and I'm I. I'm a big fan of that. That Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm ready yeah. for that.
2: Yeah. A lot Something of people, different. Yeah, exactly. I, a lot of people don't understand that Marvel has this rich, like, background of all sorts of, like, genres. Like, comic books doesn't necessarily have to be about a radioactive Spider-Man, like, punching a goblin man, and that there's more to it. There's, like, cosmic things, and then there's horror things, and then there's just silly things. So, yeah, I'm... I'm definitely with you on that. Uh, to be honest with you, I completely forgot about Blade, and yeah, I'm I'm ready for uh, how that'll be good. There,
1: wait, so they're coming? Okay, so again, uh, portraying my ignorance here, they're coming out <laughs> a, like a, a Blade series? Uh no movie, like a new, like
2: yes, huh? Okay, so
1: wait, this, this is not the same Blade, like.
2: It's not going to be uh, Wesley Snipes again, but it will be that that, that Blade. same
1: like yeah, like the yes. vampire whatever.
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: Oh. The How about that? The Daywalker. <laughs> oh yeah, Daywalker.
0: The guy that got to play Blade was Cottonmouth on the Netflix Netflix series and he freaking blew that out of the water. He did. Freaking it was awesome. Yeah. So if if you've got any interest on what this dude's acting chops are like, like definitely watch the first season of Luke Cage because he's the villain in that one and he killed it, absolutely,
2: positively killed it. His uh his name's Mahersha Ali, and yes, uh the first season of Luke Cage is
1: oh I thought you were gonna say yes he was related to Muhammad Ali. So. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know.
2: Uh, his the first season of, um, Luke Cage is okay. Uh, it's r- the first half of it is really great because of him as Cottonmouth, And then yeah. the second half is really bad. Dorm. And <clears throat> it was such a it's shame. Like daredevil season two. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the daredevil season two had the same issue. Um, Right. Where the first half was great with Punisher and then once he went off and it was all about the hand, it just got bad.
0: And Electra, she sucked.
2: Yeah. So Blade. Yeah, Jeremy, they're they're making another Blade movie with uh Mahershala Ali playing Blade, which will be awesome. Can we talk about the ending of Blade just for like a split second with the Wesley Snipes and the a lot of people probably know this already but the phrase some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill (laughs) blade said that or Wesley Snipes said that and thought it was cool like that wasn't written in the script he was talking about ice he was he thought that was cool (laughs) and (laughs) I just I laugh every time I see that movie It'll come on TV, know. and it's such a bad line because it makes no sense. I mean, I, I get what he's trying to say is, like, sometimes people, like, oh, I don't know what he's trying to say, to be honest with you, because he was probably in a coke-addled, like, state when he thought this was cool, but uh, I think he's trying to say some guys are always trying to, like, do difficult things.
0: Like... <laughs> Some people are trying to do dumb shit even though it's dumb shit.
2: Yeah, I guess. Uh, But it's so (laughs) dumb. It's a poorly delivered line. Also, uh, I'm sure many people have heard this, but uh, if you ever get a chance, look up Patton Oswalt talking about him filming Blade Trinity, Blade 3, and how batshit insane Wesley Snipes was during the filming of that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he had he wanted think? to be referred to as Blade. All he didn't want to be referred to as Wesley Snipes, but as Blade. He he had to, be to always character. be in character. Yeah. And then in between takes, he stayed in his trailer, and just like you have all the lights off. No, all the like, <laughs> it was emitting like clouds of weed smoke. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I'm he just... wouldn't talk to people. He would just pass post it notes.
0: <laughs> yeah but I mean is this like real shit like with yes. with Heath Ledger and the Joker kind of thing or y- like yes. Jared Leto him shipping used condoms and shit like that to people and stuff like that like how do we know all this shit's real
2: Patton Oswalt was in the movie he says that and also the Jared Leto thing's true because he's the one who said it <laughs> if you go back and look when he's interviewed on a red carpet he's the one saying all that stuff even though now he's gone back and said like, I don't know how these rumors get spread. And it's like, you said it, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the Heath Ledger stuff too. I think, I mean, I- I'm fine with a method actor. That's one thing when you're doing stuff like that. Like it's insane though. Uh, like with the Wesley Snipe stuff or honestly, the Jared Leto stuff. Anywho, sorry. Comically comics
0: <laughs> brought to you by comic spaghetti. Yes. Get yourself a big old can of it. Com- comic pasta. <laughs> con- pasta. You keep calling it comic pasta. <laughs> you keep calling it comic Spaghetti. Spaghettios. <laughs> comic <laughs> um,
1: Got meatballs balls in there usually.
0: <laughs> so, the guy that's got to deal with all these new shows that are coming out is uh, Brian Winderbum, not Kevin Foggy. What do y'all think of
1: that? Did Kevin just get tired of it?
0: <laughs> no. Uh, this apparently is a brand new position, it didn't exist before. Um, and he is now labeled as head of streaming, television, and animation at Marvel Studios. And that's a big ass title to have. So, so, do we
1: know anything like the, anything what this guy did before?
0: He's been with Marvel since 2007. Um, he was in the rooms with Feige and Favreau and Downey Jr. talking about the new, the very first Iron Man. I don't think he had any input. I could be wrong because I wasn't there. But he was at least like there at the start, the buildup of all this. Um, he assisted, and I might butcher this name, Louis Desposito, um, who's pretty much the producer for the entire universe. Like His name is pretty much on every single Marvel movie. Um he co produced uh Winder Winderbaum, co produced Ant Man, he's the executive producer for Thor Ragnarok and several of the one shots that were put out throughout Marvel's years. Um he's executive producer over What If and he was formerly the vice president of production at Marvel Studios. So I mean, dude's dude's got definite um
1: He's got a resume. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> like I I see this as a good thing. I mean, I I honestly think that Feige would be like, nah, bro, this ain't happening." If this dude didn't, wouldn't bear for everything. I I feel like this is basically Feige's apprentice through this whole thing. I I I hope so, anyways.
2: Um. Yeah. I, I don't honestly I don't know much about him. Um. This is the first that I've been hearing about him, but I mean, let's be honest. A lot of behind the scenes people, we don't really know a lot of their like names or what they've done, unless you're just really into them. But uh, Feige is over like Marvel proper now, like the Marvel division. So I feel like this guy still reports to Feige. Um, So I mean, at the end of the day, I think it's Feige delegating. Like, hey, I'm too busy. Like you take care of this and you've, you've been with me since the beginning. So, like, you know what I need and what to do and you, you come to me when uh, you got questions or I will, you know, tell you what needs to go where. Yeah. Uh, and I agree. Honestly, they could be future-proofing um, to... So, like, you know, one day Feige's gonna hang up his hat and uh, quite literally and then... What is Disney Marvel going to do then? Because um, I feel like Feige is not necessarily the creative mind behind every single thing, but he has been the the keeper of the continuity, I assume, making sure that everything ties in with one another. And yes, it stumbled along the ways with like the Netflix stuff and the ABC stuff, because, you know, people were having dick measuring contests. Uh but those are variants. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I that what that honestly sometimes that's what I feel like Loki was meant for. Uh, was just to be like, yeah, those are variants. They still happen, but like they're just no longer part of the sacred timeline. Um, <laughs> I'm for this. Uh, going off on another tangent is Marvel's animation division. Um, which we're gonna get into what if later on has been absolute garbage not garbage it's been a shit show like some of them are fantastic others are utterly unwatchable um and like they're all over the place um whereas their competitor uh DC all, a, a lot of them are great now they've gone down a little bit but like compared to some of the like really bad ones on Marvel side uh, are are like just worlds apart like um we had the killing joke done with um Mark Hamill and they brought back Kevin Conroy and like they did it in the same art style of the actual comic and yeah, yeah. they added what a lot of people didn't like where Bruce and um Barbara have like a relationship which was unnecessarily added It didn't need to be in there, but they wanted to pad it to have a longer time. Like, that one's fantastic for the most part. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones. Um, They kind of did, like, the Court of Owls in one of them. That one was really good. They did uh, the Tower of Babel, but they changed the story slightly. That one's also really great. Uh, Flashpoint Paradox, great. Um, I like the only things I can think of Marvel's animation is like the Thor, uh, it was like a combo pack when it came out, but it was like Hulk versus Wolverine and like Thor versus, uh, like Loke. Yeah. Was it Hulk? Okay. I couldn't remember. Mm -hmm. That one was really good. And like the planet Hulk, like retelling was good. And that's been about it. Like, it's so bad. And I know he's not just doing animation stuff. But I'm hoping to see better things put out Uh, because ultimately what we'll get into with the what if is like you can do so much more with 2D animation than you can with live action. Like as far as like going to these like locations and worlds and and fight scenes and all sorts of stuff. Probably cheaper too.
1: (laughs) That's what I was thinking. Like whenever watching what if and like, you know, they were basically doing a lot of the same scenes from Captain America. I was like, man, it must have been, I guess this is a cheap, easy way to get that another point across or like to redo what they what they did before. So, which I mean, I guess could possibly be part of the reason why it's not the best animation, but at the same time, they got obviously and easily have the capability to make it a lot better.
0: Well, Richard, all I can tell you is not everything can be the 90s cartoons. Those are the best. <laughs> those <laughs> yeah. were,
2: the, those were the, oh my gosh, man. Love me some X Men. 90s x-men also i i'm i'm a fan of the spider-man uh they used to come on fox kids or something like that oh yeah uh that one
1: was really good kind of going back to this uh winter bomb it may be a good thing too as well just because with it being probably what a, a different i don't know it may be a different feel than the previous ones so I, obviously i know he's been involved with the previous ones, but he hasn't necessarily had his own interpretation. Mm. And so having these new characters and new spin coming in, it may be partly also just trying to get that Changed new, yeah, get that new, uh, new set of eyes on there, basically.
0: Yeah, I can definitely see that. I mean, especially, and then, you know, the guy's got, obviously he's got Feige's approval. So, I mean, yeah, Feige's probably not gonna be too much worried about it. He's probably gonna trade him like he did the Russo's, walk in the door and say, hey, we got Spider-Man, and then turn around and walk out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. Well, we seem pretty confident in that then. So, good hire, Marvel. Thanks for, you know, doing your job, taking our money. Bunch of assholes. How are y'all liking DC's job on the comic books, and specifically Batman Urban Legends number six, where they come out and they make Tim Drake bisexual now?
2: Uh... So I don't care only because, okay, so here's how I, 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 here's my take on this. Okay. I agree back in the day, whatever, you know, as you live and learn you, representation does matter. I agree with that. What I don't like, and this is what I'm getting at is this feels unearned. This feels like when they made Kyle Rayner gay when they made, uh, well, he's not gay, but he's, he's bisexual. But when they made Iceman gay and it never feels like they did it because they wanted to show representation in comic books, they feel like they're trying to virtue signal and say like, Oh, Hey, look at all these diverse characters that we have, but so that they can grab readers and, history has shown that maybe they'll get a bump in sales for people just interested, and then it dies off within, like, the next month or so. And that's the part that irritates me. Also, I feel like if they really wanted to, and this is a hot take here, if they really, really wanted to do, like, a gay Robin, it should have been Dick Grayson. And the reason being is, like, he has a huge gay following like because they always talk about how you know cuz he wear like I mean look at his 70s costume it's a skin tight v-neck like it's it's down to his like navel and he's got high collars like if anybody were gay or like it, it was dick it was dick all along um but they they're not And he's got the name but I, here's here's the other reason okay so we got OG Robin, Dick. They're not gonna touch OG Robin because he's OG Rob. Like, you know, he's Dick Grayson. Right. Then you got Jason's Todd, whose only claim to fame was he died. You know what I mean? Like he, he can't By the hands of the Joker. Yeah, I not well, yeah, by the bombs of Joker. But so he dies and then comes back as Red Hood. But that's his only claim to fame. Um then we have Tim Drake who was Robin for a while because, you know, Batman needed a Robin. And then uh, he was dethroned by fucking Damian Wayne, who I've grown to sort of like now, but I freaking hated when he first came out. And they didn't know what to do with Tim Drake. They just didn't know what to do with him. And so they, I think literally someone was like watching TV thinking about what to do and then like a red robin commercial came on and they were like that's it that's what we'll do (laughs) he'll become the red robin and nothing ever came of his character so once again I feel like this is just like what do we do and someone's like I don't know make him bisexual that'll drum up some sales now he's yum for everybody yeah
0: (laughs) You missed where he he took on the persona of Drake, and then, I guess, went back to Red Robin, or is yeah. it now just Robin again?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I I, I skipped a lot of. It. I just summed up the the majority of things, but yeah. Um, I, I I once again, this is unearned. I don't think it's. I feel like this will be over and done with and forgotten within like. I don't know, six months.
0: Next order, at least.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I just don't. Next order, it's done. I just don't like. I just don't see this becoming like a thing. And hey, I could be wrong. I've been wrong about many things, but uh, yeah. To me, I I'm just sort of like, whatever, you know. Make make a new. I I know we always say this, like, make a new character that's gay or you know whatever, and. Then they do, but then that person doesn't really like gain interest or traction with like the comic book community, so it's so it's such a difficult like thing to do, you know what I mean
0: yeah it's and i've heard the I've heard the argument of you know he you can. He sits there and changes his persona, like we were talking about, from Robin to Red Robin to Drake to Red Robin to just Robin again. And it's like, well, that's because he doesn't really know himself, and that's why he's changing all the time. And, um, and I just, uh, I don't think that's that's not a good argument for me. Um, I'm with you, like representation. I- I'm good with that. I I got no problem with that. World's made of a bunch of people and they're not all white heterosexuals like i i get it and that's fine um i i don't like the fact that you know regardless of your stance on the matter it honestly to me feels like we're using um his preference of sexuality as a a money grab as yeah. as a as a selling point like like and, and and we're getting a bunch of praise. DC's getting a bunch of praise for it, but it, it almost looks like, it's like y'all not really see what's really going on. Like, we're, we're not going to put this this coming out in the Batman book that we know is going to sell. Yeah. And that would sell more because of that. We're going to put it in Batman Urban Legends number six, a book that nobody gives two shits about. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're not going to, and we're not going to sit there and do it to Red Robin we're gonna do it to Robin because we need the headlines in the newspapers to sit there and say Robin is now bisexual. Because the people in the newspapers aren't gonna know the difference between Red Robin and Robin and whoever the hell else he decides he's gonna be, and and it's gonna make a bigger punch when people see the line Robin is bisexual, not Red Robin. Yep. Nobody cares what Red Robin does. Nobody. Yep. Um, and so yeah, it's very. <sighs> I I hate to see so many people that sit there and really fight and, and want equality and stuff like that to jump for joy over something that to me seems very much a money grab and a um we're using you, basically. Yeah. We're we're using you. We know what you want and we're gonna give you that. And again, the next writer that comes in's gonna get rid of it and we're gonna be okay with that. And y'all have forgotten all about it and you know, and in the next however long we'll uh we'll turn somebody else by or homosexual or trans or yeah, or whatever it is that's that's trending at that point in time. And and that's that's what I hate. I hate that uh that people are putting their hard earned dollars into something that's that's trending. So instead of being like legit and real. Yep. And I hate that DC would do something like that. That bothers me.
2: Yeah, it's it's hollow. It it feels unearned and it feels hollow. Uh put your money where your mouth is, DC. Make dick gay. <laughs> <laughs> make OG Robin gay. It's not happening. They
0: fought too much to make him make him straight. There's too many memes and stuff like that. It's yeah. not gonna happen. I know. I mean, in my mind, and of course this is coming from, you know, a heterosexual male, uh, to me, I'd see the... I mean, you've got Poison Ivy, you've got Harley Quinn. I mean, I guess on the male side, you don't have as much at DC, I don't think. But at Marvel, there's a good bit, I mean.
2: Yeah, there was Wiccan and Hulkling.
0: uh, North Star?
2: yeah. Um, I, when the, the, didn't they make a new character, like the Ray in that one from DC where he's gay? Yeah. Uh, no, he's gay cause he was yep. even in the, uh, the, uh, CW show. Um, Alan Scott, Green Lantern, Earth two. Really? He's gay. I didn't know that. Yep. I should have. He's that. actually going to be in the HBO max series as a gay man. Did I get it wrong? Didn't they make Kyle Rayner gay there for a bit? I don't remember Kyle Rayner. Maybe I'm thinking of Alan Scott then. I knew a Green Lantern that they... A pretty well-known Green Lantern um, was made gay. Maybe it's Alan Scott then.
0: New 52, Earth 2 book, uh, the first three or four issues, if I remember correctly, were the introduction of Alan Scott, him being homosexual, him going to pro- propose to his husband... Or his his soon what he wanted as a husband, and uh, that man dying, and him becoming the Green Lantern. Okay, so that might be what you're talking about because I, I don't remember Kyle Rayner. But as far as him being, I really, gay, I
2: want to say they did. Um, because it was it was a one of those where the person had always been, uh, straight, for the longest time, and then it was like, oh, he's gay now. Like they did with Bobby, um, Iceman in the X-Men.
0: Oh my gosh. Who's a known I remember reading that series?
2: Who's a known ladies man and they did it, and that was one of those, once again, that just felt so cash grab, like, oh look at how woke we are, you know. Not to like trigger anyone, but like it's just <laughs> it was just one of those just really bad. I mean like Freaking Jean Gray ousted him. One thing she was like reading his mind is like, Oh, hey, you're gay, and he's like, What? No, I'm not. And she's yes. like, Yeah, you're gay. And uh, yeah, anyway, that I, I remember I was getting on, I was that book was
0: in my pull list, yeah. And I was getting that monthly, mm-hmm. okay. I was getting floppies of this monthly, and I remember reading that, and that lasted, I think, approximately three or four issues, yeah. And that was it. You never heard any more about it. Like, it was towards the end of the run anyways that yep. they actually came out with it. And it was like, really? That's... And they did nothing with it. I'm just like, okay, whatever. Y'all trying to appease people and, and get their money. That's that's all you're trying to do. Fine. I just need X-Men. I don't, I don't really care. I just yep. need X-Men. <laughs> and it's a shame to do that in an X-Men book. Yeah. When... That's what the X Men yeah. were about. Yeah.
2: They're they're an allegory like, for like gay and, and like oppressed people.
0: Yes. Yeah. I mean it was for more racial tensions, I believe, yeah. than anything else. But yes, I mean, you know, you can wrote, you know, the comings of of the LGBTQ community into that as well.
2: Yeah. Um so this isn't a gay person, but my my best example is Kamala Khan. She was like a Muslim Character during like the peak of like a lot of Muslim hate, and she's really likable. She's like got a lot of like Spider Man esque, um. Oh yeah, like yeah. her her run was great. Um, that comic sells for a shit ton too. Uh, so anyway, I'm like, you can do a brand new character and do it good.
0: Well, and you could just put emphasis on the ones that are already established too. Yeah. I
2: mean, like
0: when when North Star got married, like they made a big deal about that and and nobody had any problems with that for the I mean, it didn't it's not like it really means shit anything like now, but I mean like nobody had a problem with that. Nobody down that or anything like that because it's been coming. Like it, it it's 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 been established for years that he was gay. Yeah. Years. So, I mean, I, yeah, I'm with you, hollow, shallow, bullshit, well, I mean, whatever, whatever words you want to use with it, it's, I, I hate that corporate aspect of it. Same. Yeah. Of it's just business. I get it.
2: I get it. And I hate that the people but like, jump on it and fall for it. They do this crap all the time, too, with, like, when the movies come out, like, I can when Civil War came out they came out with Civil War 2 and it was essentially minority report and it was just a terrible terrible story and they only did it because it had they wanted something out at the same time that the movie was released so that they would maybe get people who were like, in the movies maybe will somehow, like, I don't know, blindly wall- wander into a comic book store and be like, hey, that's got Civil War on it. I want to read that, too. And, and like, <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, I, I'm just doing that because, like, I guess they think we're just, like, you know, blithering idiots. Um,
0: and they all talk like Bobcat? Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 um... But I just hey you guys.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I got no, shit over here I,
2: I don't. Um, I just don't get why they do stuff like that because, time and time again, their sales will show that it peaks like a little bit, and then it drops back down to just the average like people who buy stuff, like uh, who people who the their normal customers.
1: I mean that that's really what it's all about though that's i mean it, it, the people that actually care about the comics that actually care about whatever storyline movie whatever you're you're thinking about they'll they won't fall for that they won't do that cash grab for the most part there will be some those some exceptions but they are just trying to get those people that just see it and want to be a part of something. Like, it's just... It's with anything. Anything that happens, there's going to be people that just see something and they get excited about it and they want to be a part of it, but yet they don't want to do any of the research behind it, the any of the actual getting to know the characters or anything like that. They just see those things and they want to just be like all right i know what i'm 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 a part of this now <laughs> it's just like that like um this commercial i forget which one it was but where this guy like it's kind of like one of those college tailgating ones where um he hollers at the band to start playing the theme song or whatever and they start going and he's like i'm a part of it and it's just it's that's that thing like everybody just it's that herd mentality of like just bringing along and yeah you have end up having them drop off because they were just there for the hype they were there for the that moment and once that hype is done then they'll be be on to the next thing
2: yeah I I, look I'm fine with look all my life I have wanted like I've been so excited to like the MCU doing what they've done, you know, like the, the premiere night of ingame man was like one of the coolest things. Cause like, I never in my wildest dreams would, if you told 13 year old me that I would go to a like midnight showing of end game where the Avengers show up and fight Thanos. Like I'm for like, keep like having all sorts of people and sharing that, those great moments with, with them and seeing like, You know, these characters are great and, you know, wanting to enjoy it together. What I'm getting at is, like, Civil War II, and this just is not this example, had literally nothing to do with, like, the movie. And, like, hopefully does terrible, like, irredeemable things to certain characters in that. And then... Like So you just end up alienating your core fan base for a little percentage of extra sales is where I get irritated with. So, you know, it's just to me, it feels like someone crunching numbers is making the ideas to make sales rather than like good storytellers like the writers and stuff. And that's the part that always gets underneath my skin. Um, but anyway,
1: and unfortunately, you're always going to have that.
0: So, for those of you who are not really in the comic book community and don't really know comics and stuff like that, and you're listening to this, um, people in the comic book community normally they call you normals. Okay, and so the reason I'm saying this basically is me. because yeah, some yes, yes, <laughs> you. So the reason I'm saying this is because um, it's not a derogatory term. We don't mean it hatefully or anything like that. Uh, But when something like Civil War comes out, Marvel, in that instance, feels like they have to put a book out that says Civil War on it because there may possibly be new readers. And so then a bunch of normals start coming into the comic book shop looking for something that they recognize because when they walk in and you first walk into a comic shop, it's very overwhelming. Oh, yes. Because you don't know necessarily what you're wanting to read. You don't necessarily know what you're trying to get into. But if you just watched a movie called Civil War, then you know if you see a book called Civil War or Civil War II on the rack, you all of a sudden have a connection with that because you just saw that movie. So I understand, and I kind of forgive Marvel for things like that because of the new reader normals aspect of it. But I'm still like, yes, that's you know, that's really just a money grab. I mean, you could just at least make a decent story for it, so the normals and the the comic book readers themselves can actually ha- have fun together with it instead of just you know completely selling out.
1: Yeah, not like. Being, being the normal of the the podcast um you know <laughs> I, I've I've gone into comic bookstores obviously just because I, I like it and but I would walk I walk in there and I'm, you have millions of different comics and millions of different storylines and for me like in the way my mind is I I'm the type that wants to have a have a starting point and then move forward. Um But because be- comics have been around for so long, it's insanely hard to find that unless you really go back and do your research and, or have uh, a couple uh, non-normal friends that could help direct you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cause I know for me, like, whenever Civil War came out, uh, I, I was one of the ones that wanted to, to read it. Like, I, w- I was I one to, like, read, I actually read the, the Civil War series stuff. And, uh, but I wanted to actually, for me, I wanted to know the rest of what happened. Like, the rest of that whole, like, what obviously the movie didn't capture. And so I wanted to read the actual original storyline instead of, whatever new they came up
2: with. And so that, that part for me is, I agree with you. And that's where they should, instead of release a cash grab sequel, they should release like a hardback cover or, uh, something that has all those for you. That way you can be like, Ooh, I want to see this and read that and not like the horrible sequel.
1: And like some some kind of guideline, like something that has it all in in one, so then you know where to go or know what yeah, to look for. Like
2: of. that's that's my point uh, yeah. on on stuff like that. Um, and also like the other thing about like getting overwhelmed is shop like comic book shopkeepers should really be more inviting. A lot of them are very <laughs> closed off and stuck up. And, yeah, no, I get that. I mean, like, going into my first time after, like, being out for the longest time, man, I cannot, like, describe how dickish the guy behind the counter was. And I was just like, um, yeah, can I get, like, these? And he's like, are you, what, are you sure you want to do that? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and anyway. Um, Where'd you go? Uh, ended up being uh Yeah, that's what I thought. Dude, I hate that motherfucker. Yeah.
0: I cannot stand that son of a bitch. All right, quick, all right, comic comic pasta right here, comic-y pasta, okay. um, I went into to try and fill some of my Civil War run, mm-hmm. all right? This is before the movie. This is before they even started talking about the movie, all right? um, I was getting the first appearance of Iron Spider, all right? This is before the comic book boom. This is before all that shit. Yeah. This is probably... Uh, 10. Let no, 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 no. It's probably about 12, 11 years ago. This is right when I started getting back into comics. Um, I, I find the book in his mass array of shit that he has. I find the book, I bring it to the counter along with maybe a couple of the books. This motherfucker proceeds to pull out Overstreet and look up on eBay what these books are going for it's to charge you more. Oh my there. god, motherfucker. Motherfucker, Ugh. I should charge you for finding this shit for you. Yeah. So yeah, no, that was like I think I might have gone in there one more time after that, and I was like, Nah, bro, this ain't this ain't cutting. This yeah. Ain't cutting That's so, crazy. but yeah, he's
2: still he's still in business,
0: amazingly enough. So
2: I don't know. Well, anyway, I don't know. So I wonder if he still has my pull list because I didn't cancel. <laughs> I stopped.
0: I stopped going there. Nah, he probably shut that shit down.
2: You, sh- you 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 shouldn't do that, by the way, people. Uh, you should always call and cancel, so they don't order too many. But anyway,
0: unless they're a douchebag. Yeah, yeah, unless they're fuck
2: Yeah, unless <laughs> they're douche. All right, what if Captain Carter? We've
0: all seen it. What do y'all think?
1: I've not seen it. I'm just kidding. Well, what I'm, the I'm, shit, man? I'm, I'm, kidding me right now. I mean, goddamn! I, I, I was literally like, "Are you for real?" <laughs> like, it's it's thirty minutes long.
0: Like, <laughs> I couldn't. He was it like, now. "All right, I'm walking yeah. out now."
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yay, nay? Uh, you
0: like it? You don't like it? I mean, what? What's the? What's the word?
1: Uh, I always like seeing kind of the different things that could happen, different aspects. Um, I, I don't know. I, I mean, like I said, it, it was good to me. Uh, I could see like kind of to your point, Richard, uh, about the animation. And it's just kind of like, they almost, um, I haven't even talked about the animation. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, uh, it, it, it almost tried, like, uh, uh, the name just left my mind, um, of the style Cell shading of, and, and we know that like it almost had like they were trying to do like it almost felt like some of the facial reactions were like uh, close to like the um like Yu Gi Oh uh what is Anime. That? yeah anime that's what it was like anime style and I just I don't know not 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 obviously like not the, like the bulging eyes and all this kind of other mess but like for the storyline itself like um yeah I mean I thought it was. I thought it was alright. You know, not my not my most favorite, or not but I thought it was pretty good.
2: So. Cool. Um I uh Okay, so I I'm kinda I'm kinda hot and cold on this one. I I liked it. Um it kinda Okay, so starting off, the the cell shading art style is good in some places. And then in other shots, there's like some really derpy looking face like reactions. I don't know if anyone saw that the animation to me, like the actual like animation, like the movement and stuff, the fight scenes, it's on point. Like when, when she's fighting, you know, when she takes out the two trucks and then she's fighting those like Hydra soldiers and she's just whipping that shield into everyone's head like that's some dope stuff and like also can we say like Sharon Carter I think is a better Captain America than Steve <laughs> Rogers like like i mean she was kicking ass left and right um she's much brutal in her fight style than than Steve is i think um the voice acting too as someone who's like looking to get into voice acting I really felt like a lot of people were just like phoning it in, just reading off a script. Like pay, uh, uh, um, Haley Atwell did not Like, don't get me wrong. She did it. I'm talking about Bucky. Uh, he is really like that, that scene when they're on the train and he's like, Oh, you almost pulled my arm off. Yeah. Like it's so flatly delivered. Um, yeah. The other issue is I felt like they needed to be 15 minutes longer because it was so like just fast-paced and it felt like yeah. that montage from the first Captain America where you know once he's actually Captain America and they're going around busting up Hydra bases um I it felt it felt too too rushed. I thought it needed time to breathe. Um I love Uh, I also kind of would love to have seen, like, a deviation more from the story because a lot of it was just Peggy became Captain America and everything else sort of stayed the same except for Steve became, like, proto-Iron Man, like Hydra Crusher. Um, I would have liked to have seen something more. Honestly, I would have loved for her to become this... I, I guess they're saving it for future installments but uh i would have loved for her to become captain Britain in this um it would have been really cool at the end of it you know i, I stole this uh off of reddit um but the uh I'm trying to pull it up now so i can give this person credit uh it's uh i guess kit kit kitich Uh, K3TTCH, I'm giving you credit, but, uh, it says, um, I wish we had got this at the ending. Peggy emerges from the portal along with several pieces of the tentacled beast. She finds herself in a partial hallway with but a single occupant, a regal looking blonde woman clad in white. Peggy readies her sword and, um, Greetings, Margaret Carter. I am the Omniversal Majestrix Opal Luna Saturnine. Welcome to the core. Normally I'd ask you to choose between the sword and the amulet, but it looks like you've already made your choice. Like, that would have been way cooler of an ending than we just get the same ending. I mean, sort of, not not the same ending. Loki comes through that portal. But, like, we get sort of the same, like, thing with, like, oh, she's going to be this version's Avengers. Uh, I mean, this version uh, Captain America in this world of New Avengers or whatever. Anyway, that was that's kind of what I thought.
0: Um, I dug it. I loved it. Um, but I'm also like the Kevin Smith of the group. I love everything, so that's not saying a whole lot. I completely that was my favorite part was watching how efficient and brutal Peggy yeah. Carter yeah. was. Like <laughs> that to me, I was like. Steve Rogers. Fuck a Steve Rogers. We got Peggy Carter. I mean, we don't, we don't need anything else. Um, yeah, just watching her with that shield. That was, that was awesome. Like, I <laughs> I, I just kept telling myself just how, like, just reminding myself, like, I have to say this on the podcast. Like, she's brutal and she's efficient. Yeah. And, and way, way beyond what Steve ever was in any of the movies. Um, so i did love seeing that um i'm cool with them pretty much sticking to the captain america line because i think we got a lot more changes than we realize we actually got uh we we have iron man well before the years of iron man we have bucky not becoming the winter soldier i assume he doesn't fall off the train.
2: Yeah. Um, no, I, see, this is... That was the other point I was going to make real quick, Michael, is they should... They had a perfect opportunity to make Steve the Winter Soldier, but... Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I actually thought they were going that way. Yeah,
2: I did too, and they didn't do that, so it was kind of like... Wah, wah, and that would have been... I don't know. It would have <laughs> been cool to to see that.
1: So I, I as kind of playing like, I guess, almost... Uh... I wouldn't say devil's ad advocate here, but uh so to your point as far as the the length of it and you know missing the opportunity maybe to make Steve um like do do doing too much deviation from that Captain America movie. it almost makes you wonder if like they're just they they'd put this one episode out to see what kind of interest there would be to maybe yeah like i mean if there's enough interest to make it actually like a 45 minute episode like the other series have been and then like if they kept it along the same lines of the of the movie kind of to the the point we had earlier of um of the the civil war 2 thing and like pulling in the other people that don't know as much as if you get Excuse me. If you get uh, too far off into the other things that people don't know too much about, is there going to be as much interest in this this other series here? Now, uh, obviously, I know it's not going to be a as big of a series as some of the uh, like Loki and things like that. It may not may not be anything like that, but uh, obviously, they will still want as much viewer as many viewers as they can.
0: Yeah, well, and I, I think also like the more you deviate from it, the more, the more the, the more that you obviously deviate from it, the more it becomes something that doesn't replicate what we've somewhat already, that what we already have. Yeah. So, and 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 like I was saying, like I think we got a lot more deviation than we realize. I mean,
1: yeah, like uh, she got the test rag for one. That's a that's a big. Like she had pulled pulled that early and got got Iron Man. That's a, that's a big yeah, change. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, Iron Man. Well before the years, um, no Bucky is the Winter Soldier, and also, uh, like you were saying, Richard,
2: like no Loki coming through the portal. Uh, Red Skull dies too. Red Skull dies. Yeah, he gets crushed by the tentacled monster, which Shimogorf? Question mark.
0: I mean Shimogorath usually Bless talks you. through um I know, right? <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, Shimogorath is a giant octopus looking creature with tentacles. Um and it's he's really more of a guardian between timelines in uh multiverses.
2: So um, So he really
1: didn't have anything much to do with Hydra?
2: No, uh, well, it's either one of two things. Uh, it's either Shimagorath because he's rumored to be kind of like in, I don't know if he's going to be the big bad, like no pun intended, like he may literally (laughs) be the big bad, but it's rumored he's supposed to be in Multiverse of Madness. I don't know if he's necessarily, because it's also rumored that Nightmare is kind of like the villain in, in, um, Multiverse of Madness uh the next Doctor Strange sequel. Uh but Shimogorath if that's the other thing I was going to uh kind of talk about later is are these shows actually going to be like these what ifs? I know they're what ifs, but like is it going to be slightly connected? In other words, are these what ifs happening now because of the results of what Loki what happened in Loki? Um That is to be seen. I've got a hunch that they are not like we're going to see Sharon, like we're not going to see Captain Carter in like a live action movie. We may, I mean, they can always call Haley Atwell and do it, but I don't necessarily think it's going to go that far, but I think they're going to maybe establish that like these are in like, these are happening because of what happened in Loki. And um, yeah, sorry. I went off the subject, Sh- Shimagorath.
0: <laughs> I think that uh, I think it's been said, from what I've read, that these will be canon. Okay. Um, cool. But they can always change their mind on that. Yeah. And so I could see these being like a. I mean, you know, these could all be different timelines, like or just one big. Time. I think this is actually this "What If" series. I think it's actually supposed to be one timeline. I don't think oh. it's supposed to be different timelines. I, I think it's
2: all connect. F- I think it's different, but that I'm cool either way. Uh, that'd be interesting that, yeah, I was about to say that that'd be really
1: really cool to see. They like, could kind of continuity in there.
2: I don't know if it is though, just because I know there's one where like Gamora is Thanos, and then like there's another where like Ultron gets the like the Infinity Stones. So I don't necessarily know. Um, Back to your other thing, because I just remembered, Jeremy. Uh, Hydra does worship, like, it's established in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. um, that Hydra does worship, like, some kind of weird, like, tentacle monster. And in one of the seasons, it comes through and, like, possesses a character called Grant Ward. And then he becomes the comic book character Hive, who's, like, a Cthulhu-esque-looking, like, man. He's got, like, tentacle... Like, for, like, octopus tentacles for hair. And yeah, anyway. So it could be Shimogorath or it could be, uh, Hive. Uh, we don't really know, but I'm, I'm leaning to Shimogorath.
0: I, I don't think Shimogorath, and only because, um, Shimogorath talks to people telepathically, if that's the yeah. correct word for it. Um, so, it seemed that, that when the monsters screamed, it was very audible when that happened. And so, but that's my only reason to think that it wouldn't be shimagorath Like, otherwise, like, to me, of course, that's who it is. Because it's a portal, and they used to Tesseract, and it's got a bunch of tentacles. Like, what else the hell could it be? So. Right. Um. But yeah, I th- I I I enjoyed it. I'm ready for the next one. I want to see. Uh, I think they're gonna have Spider-Man Zombie Killer on this. I think we're gonna see Cap and Iron Man as zombies. So we're gonna get another. We're gonna get a Cap. We're gonna get another Iron Man. Yeah, they're gonna be zombies.
2: Um, is that the so next episode? Cool. Is um, uh, Marvel Zombies.
0: I have no idea what the next episode is. I think the
2: next episode is Star Lord Black Panther. Uh, What? Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Yep. (sighs) Last performance. Yeah, he's got, he's in, uh, he voices all of his characters. So he's in like, I think they said like three episodes as playing as T'Challa. I don't know if he's going to be like Star Lord T'Challa, but as T'Challa.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the preview that I saw, he gets picked up as a kid just like Star-Lord. Like Basically, yeah. it's the same story, but it's T'Challa instead of Star-Lord. Yep. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm excited for it. I, I, I do, I don't like... First, I don't like that they deviated from Captain America in the sense that when Red Skull finally gets the Tesseract, he opens a portal instead of doing all his guns and his ships and stuff like he already had planned. Yeah. Like, yeah. he loses, he gets the Tesseract, he loses the Tesseract. So was he trying to open the portal the whole time? Because if so, that's a major deviation from Captain America. Yeah. And it, if he wasn't trying to open a portal the whole time, then why did he change his mind? So that that threw me off. That was weird to me, because I'm like, that that doesn't even make sense. Um, And two, I didn't like how it felt like they were trying to capitalize... On something that looked like into the Spider Verse,
2: <laughs> like what are you talking about? The art style,
0: the their animation style, yeah. like it's like they try because I think Sony now has the copyright on that style, if I remember hearing that correctly. Really, and I could be completely wrong, but I do think they put a copyright on that style so that somebody else couldn't take it. Wow. And um, and so I felt like Marvel tried to get close to that. Yeah, because. Into the Spider Verse was obviously such a hit, yeah. so, yeah. And, and it did well with the youth and stuff like that. So it's almost like they tried to get close to that without doing it. To me,
1: and was it just me or did uh, Peggy's uh, did her voice drop like two octaves whenever the whole machine opened?
0: <laughs> well, she grew an Adam's apple. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh no. Uh
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: funny. <laughs> Yeah, so sort of like well, the first thing I, read, I don't forget the the line that she said, but like whenever she said whatever, she was like, hello. And I was like, whoa, what happened?
2: I'll break <laughs> you if you do not love me. <laughs> yeah. She got swollen, turned
1: Russian. Yeah, I was about to say, she got
2: Russian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- that was the other thing. Dominic Cooper, uh, who plays young Howard Stark, he was another one to me who felt like he was phoning it in. Um, yeah. But anyway. <laughs>
1: Cracked me up that he was wearing a suit while trying to fight Hydra. Yeah.
0: Man's Howard Stark. Yeah. Yeah. Wears a suit all the time. Alright, so n- news on Shang Chi, real quick. Um, you know, we we all know about the uh the garbage that they've handed Marvel has handed with Scarlett Johansson as far as her getting paid only off of the movie ticket sales and not the streaming sales um so this go around with shane chi they're wanting to not put it on disney plus until 40 days 45 days after its theatrical release and it's yet to be said whether or not it will be a disney plus premiere or just on disney plus um during pandemic they were known for just dropping their movies on disney plus 45 days after the release or after it's been on Disney plus premiere. So, uh, the main actor, let's see if I can find him real
1: quick. And did they actually pull Scarlet from whatever movie she was going to be doing? when she going to be doing another Disney movie and like, lost, well, saw something where like they said that she's no longer doing it. Like something
2: like that.
0: They've called all ties with her from what I understand, but I didn't know anything about another movie. Ooh. Um, I, it wouldn't surprise me.
2: Yeah, it wouldn't me either. Although I will say, you know, give it 3 years and then they'll probably ask her again and she may accept or not. It's messed That'd be up, a secret man. Horse. Yeah. Yes. Actually, yes. <laughs> um, anyways, Simu Simu Liu? Yeah. No? I'm sorry. I I'm sorry, dude. Simu? Yeah, I don't I don't know. You're you're on your own, Michael. <laughs> All right. I'm going with this. Simu Liu. Um,
0: he's pretty pissed about it because he he doesn't want he doesn't think this should be an experiment. He doesn't think this movie should be an experiment. Like, um he thinks the representation of this movie is very important and it shouldn't be used as an experiment. I'm I mean, I somewhat agree with him, like, Disney, I mean, you've been doing this shit for a long time, you ought to know what you're doing, mm-hmm. um, you know you're gonna make bank on Disney Plus Premiere, I don't think you have the confidence in this movie that you had with Black Widow, and uh, I think you gave Johansson a
2: raw deal, and I think you're trying to cover your ass a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they're literally charging... Uh, whatever theater you know, whatever they charge you, and then the Disney Plus is charging thirty bucks for you to stream it. Granted, you can stream it till basically whenever they decide to take it down, but uh, it's still like you you guys are. Whereas, so a lot of people don't know. Like within like the first week, I think uh, all the ticket sales, like not all of them, like maybe I don't know ninety percent of the ticket sales go to the studios. And then the other percentage goes back to the movie theater. And that's why, like, popcorn and drinks and stuff always cost, like, a ton because they don't have a lot of, actually, income from those ticket sales. Now, as time goes on, that percentage of what the studio gets is a lot smaller, and then the percentage that the movie theater gets grows bigger. And that's why you'll see, like... Movies that are doing well and will stay in theaters longer after, like you know, you've seen it like fifteen times or whatever. Whereas Disney doing the streaming thing is literally getting a hundred percent of yeah. all those sales. So money in the bank. Yeah. So plus whatever you're paying for the streaming service anyway. Like I did the pay the lump sum and have it for three years or whatever, because that was the cheapest way, but some people are doing it monthly. So like the long the short of it is pay your actors. Like <laughs> like that's what Feige was basically saying, like how he's sort of against Disney on this, uh, about like, hey guys, I know like I did this thing for like 10 years and it was amazing. And you think you can just rest on your laurels? But like, did anyone see the Star Wars franchise and how that tanked? Uh and <laughs> how like uh Favreau and um oh, crap, I can't even think of his name right now. I know him the guy that does the Clone Wars animation. Um anyway, how are trying to like sort of rebuild what ruins you guys left it in because you literally had no roadmap. Uh and like so I'm trying to do something here stop screwing over the people that I've had on here and, like, you know, otherwise you're going to frighten off all these, like, actors that I'm trying to get. Both, you know, huge A-lists to no names. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean... Marvel just seems to be messing up left and right. Yeah, I don't know
2: if this is a Marvel... I think this is a Disney... Um issue. Um yeah, you know, I, know, I know they own like the Marvel property, but I, I this I think this is a Disney thing. Um anyway.
0: Whoever's it is to quote Morty, they need to get all their shit together. In a bag. Together. All their shit. In a bag. Together.
2: <laughs> uh I haven't seen the new season, so don't spoil that for me. <laughs> No no no, that's that's definitely old season. Okay, old I, season. I don't remember that. He was quote. talking
0: to Summer. He was talking to Summer. it was uh uh Tiny Rick, Tiny Rick episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your shit together, Summer. All your shit together in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> and then he like walks around the corner, he comes back, all your shit together. <laughs> take it to the shit museum. I don't care where you take it, but just get all your shit together.
2: <laughs> uh that's funny. <laughs> uh, that's such a good show. Uh all right, well That's it. That's
0: it for us guys. Yep. Thank you all very much for taking a cham to uh to listen to us, banter and have comicky pasta with us. Yes. Um mm. we thoroughly enjoy doing this. Hope y'all enjoyed as well.
2: And uh we'll let you listen to us next time. Yep. yep. Same bat time. Same Bat Channel. Sure,
0: yeah. Or, you know, Cat Marvel Channel for Jeremy. Right. Woo!
1: my yeah. <laughs> <Free> Larson! <laughs> As for me, these are my stories. I observe all that transpires here, but I do not, cannot, will not interfere, for I am the Watcher.